0: Uh, This is uh, Phil and Hill. Um, So this is going to be a part two to our last episode. Um, To briefly touch on it, uh, we were speaking on healing, um, things that happened to me and in my life. Um, I'm not going to touch on that. If you guys want to check it out, you can. But today, this is going to be about my co host, my brother, uh, Kirk's journey, and about his healing. So I'm going to give the floor to him.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah. So today's episode is going to, I guess, like he said, be. Uh, a little more centered around me this time um, in terms of my struggle or my journey um, it's it's not you know it's it's, it's never fair to compare um, one person's story to another so you know um, obviously I haven't been through what you've been through like we, like we discussed last week but you know pain is pain and you know traumas trauma and things that you know we've all we've all been through it yeah so aside from you know my uh, continuing struggle with um, you know generalized anxiety disorder um, my my big thing that I have to face uh, that I'm still facing is um, mainly uh, my, my, my situation with my father. Um, you know, he, he's been uh, sick for the last, however many, um, the last two years or so. Um, and, you know, with that brings a lot of different feelings. Uh, it's stuff that I've talked about on uh, YouTube. Um, it's stuff that I've talked about with my my family um, and a lot of my friends. But um, the continuing struggle with it all and how much it still uh, sits with me um, is something that, I haven't really opened up about recently, and it's mainly just because I, um, I don't really know how to talk about it. Like it's 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 one of those things where people love to ask me, like you know, how's your dad doing? Like you know, how's your dad doing? And it's just there's only been so much I can really update people on at this at this point. Um, my father has. Had a history with high blood pressure. Um, and uh, two years ago, his blood pressure was really, really high um, to the point where he needed to be uh, hospitalized. And he had suffered some uh, s- small strokes because of those, um, because of that pressure. And then to add on to that, uh, my father is in like stage five kidney disease I believe um, and his 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 kidneys were working at less than 13% so uh, he had to be on dialysis and um, he continues dialysis to this day uh, but he has had those strokes um, and all of that has essentially turned my father into a different uh, person, you know, and uh, because of the strength of those strokes and because of the kidneys failure and everything else, um, my father has what would be considered vascular dementia um, and you know his—he's just different. His his overall—I um, don't even know the word for it. Like, I, it's, it's slipping. It's mm-hmm. not like demeanor. His disposition, yeah, yeah. Like his demeanor, his disposition, all of that is just different. He's a lot quieter. His his memory is 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 really bad as as far as like short term stuff like something that happened to him two weeks ago, like, he can't tell me about it. Um, and then, um, you know, just, just little things, like, deep, small details. Um, if I, sh- there were certain days where if I showed him a picture of my daughter, like, he can't tell that it's her, you know, stuff like that, which is, you know, sucks, because that's, like, That's his grandbaby, you know? Um, So all of that has just been, like, a real big struggle for me. Um, And the truth of it all is I haven't, you know, I always say my dad hasn't been the same since, but the truth is I haven't been the same since. Because my father's such a big presence in my life you know my father is my hero just as much as my mother is and um to lose that is is hard and it's a weird state that I'm in because like I want to be grateful that he's alive I'm grateful that I have time and I'm grateful for the moments that I do have with him but it's also like This is not my father as I once knew him. So accepting this version of my father and accepting the situation is a constant battle because there's some good days and there's some really bad days. And um, a couple episodes ago, we were reviewing the Scream um, movie and then we were talking about creed at the end creed three and we you know we said we were going to talk about it um and we you know we certainly can do that like later but um the biggest thing for me as it relates to my father is that um and honestly i think this is where it's started recently where like i feel like i have to like talk about it and get it out it's because um you know, I, I, my father currently stays in a nursing facility, and you know he always talks about how he feels like it's always the same thing over and over again. It's not much new happening to him. So I was like, all right, well, you know, let me take you out for a day, and let's go see Creed 3. So last month I take him go see the movie, and I was already having like a rough weekend. And then taking my dad to see that movie was hard because Rocky and Creed, that, that whole series, is something that my father raised me on. Now, the first time I saw any Rocky movie was with my mother. Uh, Rocky Four is the first Rocky movie I ever saw, which is partially why it's my favorite. but. Then, when I talked to my father about it, my father was like, Well, you got to watch all of them. You got to see the whole story. And he got me every movie, the first five movies, all on DVD. So he took me to see Rocky Balboa. He took me to see Creed. And then we went to see Creed 2. Um, you know, so it was like this tradition. Like we would always go see the next film in the franchise. So then, when Creed 3 comes around, this is the first movie to come out post my dad's sickness a situation yeah. um, and I'm in the theater with him and he, he like I said it's, it's just different like my father is my father is such a lively person yeah. um, and his his spirit is something that I feel is infectious everybody who's met my dad you know before he got sick it was, was it say, like, yo, oh, your dad was the man, like, you know, he, he, he used to work with kids, so, um, by the time I started growing up, the kids that he had worked with, they had grown up and grown out of the program and everything, so we'd run into these people, like, boys and girls, like, all, you know, men and women at that point, because they were growing up, but we'd run into them in the in the street or at the movie theater, like, all these types of things, and be like, oh, this your son, man? And you would be like, yeah, yeah, it's my, it's my man, it's Kirk Jr. And they'd be like, yo, you don't understand. You don't understand who your pops was to me, man. Right? Like, you don't know, like, your pops is the man. Your pops used to look out for me. Your pops was the coolest dude at the whole place. Like, you know, your, your pops was just different. Like, so I'm, he's built up already. And and then I already see my dad as as, as that guy, as, as the hero. So, like, to know that everybody else, sees my dad that way is like yeah, amazing like it just it just validates every feeling that i have for him and that as a as a as a mentor as a as a guide that's his pocket like that's who he is like i'm a i'm going to help you get on the right path i'm going to tell you what you need to hear i'm going to hear you for where you're at you know and i'm not going to judge you based off what you've done or anything like that like everybody felt like they could talk to my dad but my dad was also like Powerful, Like When my dad was upset, you knew he was upset, but he wasn't, he wasn't scary. It was more like, it's just, oh man, like. It's a present. Yeah, like, you just, you got him. And then, like, whenever we'd watch sports movies, it's like, you know, it, it, sports movies get him hype. He's just like, yeah, that's what I, you know, that's my part. Whenever we'd watch basketball games or football games, like, we'd be in the in the room, my uncle Greg, and dad be like, yo, you see that shit, Greg? You saw what going on, yo! How he missed that shot, you know? And then, and and then, like, and then, you know, he. My dad does this thing where like he says the name of like people he likes, and it's like his way of like giving them like reverence and and just shouting them out. Like my dad, my dad would have been a great like um analyst like for sports. Like he could have been on on Sports Center and all that. Um, my dad could have been a great commentator you know it's just like the only problem with my dad is like his language my dad my dad would not have stopped cursing right like, that's the only problem like that's that my my dad lets it out you know very vulgar yeah yeah but it was, oh, it was oh, it's always funny like it's hilarious so you know in my and my family but that's just who we are like hills were very like outgoing and vocal and when we're in our comfortable space when we're in our pocket and we just get going everybody sees it like I, I know when I get hyped people be looking at me like oh Kirk you good, Man, I'm good <laughs> I'm down, bro. and i be like no nah, I'm good I just you know I'm into my shit like I know what I like you know and I get that I get that from my dad so you know that m- my dad would do this thing where he he'd watch um a basketball game and he'd call a shot before it happens nice. and he'd be like even he he'd call shots that we're gonna miss He'd be like no nah, that's too strong he' gonna miss that Boom, bounce off. What I tell you, Kurt. And then we'd be watching a Warriors game. And he'd be like, he'd be like, yo, watch this, watch this, son. Watch this. He gonna make this. He gonna make this one. Made it. He'd be like, yo, what I tell you, what'd I tell you, son? Give me the high five. Maybe he'd be like, yo, Steph Curry. Like, that's his thing. <laughs> like, you know, LeBron James. Like, that's that's what he does, like, you know. And then even even in like movies, like we'd be watching a movie, and he'd be like, "Yo, oh, that's my man, Jason Bourne, like <laughs> Matt Damon." You know, like that's that's just what he does. Like he he he, you know, Darth Vader. That's my man, Kurt. <laughs> you know, that's my that's my dude. Like when we watch *Empire Strikes Back*, he'd be quoting the movies with me, and he gets so hyped. Like he he would tell me about a movie. I I, I I used to love when he would sell me on a movie that I haven't seen yet. He like yo, you haven't seen this, yo, son. Let me tell you though. Yo. So he does this thing, right? And Steve McQueen is on the run, and he's da 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 da, and and he's basically telling me the whole movie, like you yeah. know. But it's like it doesn't matter. Like even though he's telling me the plot, like in my head I'd be like, yo, dad, you're like spoiling the whole thing. Like why do I even? I like, was different from but, when you watch it. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like. Even though he's telling me the plot, the way he's saying it and the way it moves him, it's like, oh, well, damn, if my dad likes it that much, yeah, I, I got to I, like I see it, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's what Rocky movies were. Like, Rocky, like, he would tell me the whole thing. Because, like, again, 4 was the first one I saw. So he was like, "Oh, you don't even know, man! You gotta see how it started. Like they were friends, but they used to fight each other. Like he'd be like, Yo, Rocky and Apollo, like that was the rivalry right there.' And Clubber Lang, oh, you ain't seen Rocky three? You gotta see, gotta see Rocky three. Clubber Lang's my guy, Mr. T. You know what I mean? Like that's that's my dad. So you know, and then and then when we went to see the Creed movies together, I remember the first Creed when we watched it, we were cheering on the, the, like Adonis at the same time." all of Rocky's, like, words of wisdom, you know, he'd feel that, and he'd be like, yeah, son, you know, like, this is, you know, and we'd have talks about, like, what these movies are about, it's even with Star Wars. Like, we used, to, we used to talk for hours about the the morality of it all, the difference between Anakin and Luke, and all of that. Like, he's the reason why I love these movies. He's the reason why, like, so much of who I am is because of my dad. Like, you know, why are you a Star Wars fan? And truthfully, yeah, the movies are great, but I'm a Star Wars fan because my dad is a Star Wars fan. I'm a Rocky fan because my dad is a Rocky Introduce fan. You. Like I like Michael Jackson because my dad likes Michael Jackson. Like my dad used to play the bad album all the time. Like, you know? And then like my mom used to play off the wall at the house. Thriller is my favorite album. So like my parents molded me into like this person. So you gotta understand, like, when we go to see Creed Three. To watch all of that just not be there anymore. Like I'm, I'm in the theater, and I just I, every every couple moments or so, I glance over at my dad, and like he's paying attention, but it's like it's it's almost like blank space. Yeah, it's like there's no yeah. there's no reaction.
0: There's a gloss over, and
1: it's like you know, other than the music, where like he bopped his head a little bit, but none of the moments like grabbed him, and I and and it's not. And it wasn't some like he don't like the movie because even if a movie's bad, my dad would tell you he'd be like, "Oh, that's trash," <laughs> or or, we, or he'd be like, "Yo, man, this movie's so fucking predictable. Like, yeah. I knew that shit was gonna happen. Like, you know." So it's, it's it wasn't that like it didn't move him. Yeah. It's like it's like my dad is stuck in his mind, and like that 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 was heartbreaking. Like it's just it's like whenever I think of that movie. I just see him, just not reacting, just in full standstill.
0: Kind of left you like wondering like what's going on. Yeah, you
1: know, and then I'm thinking like, all right, well maybe if I get excited, maybe it'll bring him out of it. And then like me reacting, just did nothing. He's just like, he's just looking at me and like nodding, and just like yeah, yeah, you know, and just kind of like looking at it. And I'm like, oh, dad, well, you know, how was the movie? It was good. And I'm, like, well, what did you like about it? Yeah, you know, the whole movie was good. Like. It was good. I enjoyed it. And it's like, that's that's not my dad. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, if my dad was my dad, he would have been like, Jonathan Majors, man, like he killed it. He was Dame, like Dame's my god. He came in there and was was ruthless, like you know he did the damn thing. Like that's that's one hell of a performance. Like you know, like I know I know my dad. Like I, it's like I watch it and I and I know what my how my dad would react. I know the scenes that he'd like. I like you know and and and, it's, and, and just like the fact that like Adonis had a daughter and was being a good dad and stuff. Like the, these things that resonate. With who my father is, like, and it just, the fact that those moments weren't there is like, and it, and it set it in for me because it's like, that's a moment where it's like, you can't pretend that, that you're not seeing what you're seeing. There was no way that I could be in denial about
0: what was happening, where my
1: dad is at. And, and that part just broke me. And I'm in the theater, like, literally crying. I'm in the movie theater crying. And, like, I'm trying not to be embarrassed. I'm trying to make sure nobody else, like, sees me. But, like, the credits are rolling. And, like, everybody clapping their hands. And my dad is just sitting there. And, like, you know, almost like he don't even know the movie's over. Like, he's just still just watching the screen. And, like, no reaction. No, yeah, that was good, son. Like, you know, and it was kind of like... You, you know we, we leaving like and and I'm like oh, yeah yeah we leave you know and like me and my dad always watch the credits like we just we would chill we would watch the cast list um if there's a good song playing like we'll stay for the whole song like that's just how we always did it so uh you know I stayed for a little bit and like you know I don't I don't know whether it's like because I'm watching a boxing movie or because I just was trying to play it off but like I'm in the theater and I just start shadow boxing and I'm just punching the air and like it don't look weird to nobody because like I'm watching the boxing movie so mm-hmm. everybody looking at me like yeah you know he feeling it yeah you know just, you know, watch a boxing movie make you want to fight but like I'm there literally like fighting my emotion yeah because like I just
0: because they don't know because
1: they... deep down I want to just Lose sit it. there and cry mm-hmm. and like scream but I can't Cause I'm like, I gotta, I got one, I gotta be responsible. I, don't, I, I gotta bring my dad back. Two, I don't wanna draw like a lot of attention to myself because I'm in a public place. But like, so I just start shadow boxing and like the whole time, like tears falling in my eyes. Like, you know, it's crazy. So then I take my dad back and it's like, oh, you know, just nothing, you know. And I, I'm just like, yo, I love you, dad. You know, like, I love you too. But then the next week comes and I visit my dad and I'm like, yo, dad, you know, like, it's good we got to see that movie, right? You know, you do you remember? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we went to the movies. And I'm like, remember what we saw? And he's just like, dang about it, he's like, No, I, 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 don't, I don't know which one we saw, but like, you know, I, I remember we went out. And then I got, then I got angry. And then dad is talking me about what he, how he's doing in the nursing center. And I'm like, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And he's like, you know, what for? Like, you know, and I'm like, Dad, you just, you're not, like, make this place work for you. And he's like, well, h- how? Like, you know, like, like, give, like, being stubborn, like, almost childlike. And I'm like, Dad, is you could do this. You could do that. You, you're just sitting in your room. And then, I, like, the more I got into it, it stopped being about me trying to give him advice. And it was more like, yo, what's wrong with you? And I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to react that way. So I caught myself, and I was just like, you know, and he looked at me and he's like, yo, you all, I, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm getting ready, I, I gotta go. And he's like, you, you getting ready to leave? And I was like, yeah, I, got, I gotta go, you know? I'm like, just remember what I said to you dad, you know? But then I just I, I just felt bad, you know, and, and I was I was just like, man, I have to I have to let go. Like I have to stop expecting my dad to be yeah. my dad. I got to stop waiting for that. And I've spent the last two years of my life like waiting for my dad to be my dad again. And that's not gonna happen. And that's hard for me because it happened at such a weird time in my life. Like and it it affects so many other things because it's all packed together, you know, because like before I'm with Lenora, and then, like, I, I joined the Manhattans, and I started singing, and I'm doing my thing. And, you know, my life was on a certain momentum. And then COVID happens, and, like, professionally, my life was at a standstill because there was I couldn't perform. The venues were closed and all that other stuff, yeah. and you can't be around a bunch of people. So I, I, I lost that. Then I got laid off at my other job. So I was just sitting at home, and I was on unemployment for a while, like, getting the checks, and like it was cool, you know, but like, and I used a lot of my free time, like, spending time with Lenora and Michael and my dad, and the four of us just used to do things and go places, and that, you know, looking back on it makes me appreciate those days, because it's like, you know, I got a little more time with them than I would have had if I was working that whole time. But like, you know, in the moment I was like I'm enjoying this but like I'm not professionally I'm not growing like I'm not like just when I started to get on a roll I'm stuck it, it, all that's just taken away because of COVID okay. and I was, I was just fucked up about it then by the end of 2020 I'm getting into the role again and I'm like all right you know things are opening back up slowly but surely I'm I'm getting into a groove I'm feeling I'm in a good place in my life and I just turned 26 and my dad gives me this card and he like, call, he says, like, you, you know, you the king now. And I'm like, oh, so you passing the torch? And we had this big moment where he we crying together and it's like, yo, wow, like, you know? But there's a lot of things that my father didn't prepare me for because he didn't let me know he was sick. So when it happened, and when it got to the point where he could no longer play it off, where it's like, no, you you, you are sick. Like, I see it, and so now I have to take care of you. It's
0: almost like you were, you were blindsided.
1: I was blindsided. And it's like, wow. And then my family doesn't know how to feel about it. So everybody's getting upset. Everybody's feeling a certain level of guilt. And there's like a lot of, like, well, you should do this or I should be taking care of that or why haven't you did this or why were you doing this when you could have been doing that and then like, everybody was just mad and I'm in there like crying almost like inside and then I'm crying in front of my family and I'm like, yo, you I don't understand. Like, do you, do you, like, y'all don't get what I'm going through right now? Like, this is my father. Like, I know he's, you're this and you're that and you're that but this is my dad and I'm his son his only son like nothing that you guys are feeling compares, is what I'm feeling yeah. and I'm not saying that to make you pity it me or to make it you do you, whatever but it's like be on my team this isn't all about what we all individually want to do I need your support because y'all are my family and y'all treating me like I'm the enemy or like I'm in the way or like my family is in the way, like my family, like Lenora and Michael, like we are in the way. That's not right, you know? And that all that killed me. And the main person who would have had my back through all of that wasn't there because he was sick because if my dad was around none of them would have talked to me like that it wouldn't have got to that point we would have found a way to figure it out but now i gotta fight these battles by myself and i might come into to to blows with my family and we all like not sure how to handle the situation and then in the midst of all of that My cousin dies And when I look back now My dad and my cousin Were two of the most important people In our family Like our dynamic is different Because they're both gone in a sense One in death and one in sickness But it's like they're not Like This family just don't work the same Without them And that's a hard Thing for me to like live with and there's such a void as a void that i can't fill and a void that i've tried to fill but i can't like in and it's that's that's a hard truth and and then in the middle of all of that lenora's pregnant and i'm about to have a child and i can't enjoy that the way that i should because i'm stressed about my father being sick I'm stressed about my family being all upset. I'm stressed about my cousin's death. A cousin that had he known we were about to have a child, he'd have been like, yeah, what do you need? What can we do? I I got you. And my cousin had gone through a lot of pain in his life and I was like an anchor for him. And my dad was just as much of a hero to him as he was to me. So when my dad got sick, that messed my cousin up. And then for my cousin to pass away after all of that, it's like, you know, and how I'm trying to maintain a relationship, I'm trying to maintain an apartment, I'm trying to maintain a family, trying to be a father figure while, try, while in the midst of becoming a father,
0: that's a lot, it's that's a, a lot, it's a lot, that's a lot, and it's
1: still a lot, yeah. And it's hard because, like, my daughter's amazing, and like, my dad can't enjoy that, and that's not fair, it's not fair. Lenora was was pregnant going through a whole bunch of stuff and my dad wasn't there to be there for her like he'd been in her life that's not fair you know the fact that she's about to be one and I don't even know if my dad can go to the birthday party because of how sick he is that's not fair like you know and I'm just I'm not you're not okay. I'm not okay, and I'm not the person that I should. I'm not, I'm not, like, I can't enjoy things anymore. Like, I see, like, I have good moments with my family. It's not like it's not like we be sitting there, like, miserable all day, you know? But, like, I'm always stressed. I'm always tired. Lenora is stressed, and Lenora's tired. Michael's going through a whole lot of stuff, you know? Because even Michael, like Michael knows who my dad was before the sickness. And him losing more or less his grandpa, that's like, you know, that's a lot. Even my cousin's death like affected him and he barely knew my cousin. But like, whenever my cousin would come around, Michael looked up to him. Michael, you know, was cool with him. You know, and I, and I don't, I don't talk about it a lot. But Mike, Michael used to ask about my cousin's death like a lot. He'd be like, "Yo, is he up there? Like, is he watching us? Like, you know, like why is he gone?" And I'd be like, "You know," and really I'm, it and you. I'm like dealing with it myself, you know. And it's like, it's wild. And then there's days where, like, it it bothers me because, like, my dad's... My dad is so important to so many people. So I have to open myself up to realize they're in pain, too. But there's certain days where I don't want to hear that because, like, it's not my pain.
0: Like,
1: this is my dad. And it don't feel like People really get that, like what I'm feeling every single day. And then that day when I came to work and I just broke down. And I told you, I, to, I was like, yo, Phil, I'm just I'm just angry. I'm just so angry and I just wanted to stop. And then on top of all of that, just found out one of my professors from college, he passed away. So, now I'm dealing with his death. His funeral's today, and I can't be there, you know. And dealing with his death and then my, my aunt's death a, co- um, a couple months ago, it's just people that, just people leaving. And, like, it's just...
0: You're not prepared for it. You
1: know.
0: And you can't prepare for that, you know. Nobody can. Nobody can prepare for someone leaving, you know, even if you feel like it's too soon.
1: That's how my dad, my dad's in like this state of limbo. And I feel like I'm in it, when it, like, you know, and I don't really know what to do, but I I did do something um, that made me feel a little bit more at peace, you know, Um, yesterday, actually yesterday was a pretty decent day in terms of like healing um, but my uh, my building has a courtyard so there's this area with like flowers and, and whatever like now they're doing construction but like in the courtyard there's this like area and I had these flowers from my cousin's funeral that have just been in my room now obviously at this point they've seriously like died and wilted or whatever but like i never got to do anything with them because i could have tossed them on the casket but i didn't for some reason i didn't want to i just held on to the flowers from the funeral and i've been sitting there and i've been thinking about it. his birthday just passed a little uh a little while ago a couple like a couple weeks ago and i'm like let me um let me uh let me bury these flowers today you know let me put these flowers in the ground in the, in the courtyard because i f- I felt like there needed to be a piece of him that's 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 home because my cousin lived in a different state most of his life, but like that that house is the family house like the like the hill. House generations of my family have been been there, so, and you know my cousin, you know he, you say you know say anything you want about him, but he loved being a hill, like carrying that name. I no one in my family carried that name the way he did, where it's like, you know maybe maybe my other uncle who also passed. But like in terms of people that I, I was really close with that I grew up with, like my cousin carried that. He's like I'm a hill. Like let everybody know. Like I, you know, hey, look. At the end of the day, I'm a hill. I'm gonna do what hills do. Like I do what I do, cause I'm a hill. Like that's what it was. Like that's just. I that was like his tagline. Like I'm a hill. You know, I mean? it made me proud to be a hill. And my dad raised me that same way. But like my cousin carried that name with so much pride, and he loved our family. He loved that apartment. He loved that building. He, you know, he loved our our hometown. Like, he just carried that that honor and that pride. So, you know, that yesterday morning, I, I, I'm like, let me finally do that. Let me let me bury these flowers here in this building, cause he loved it. You know, that's my way of honoring him. And then I, I took a bottle of water. Um, are you familiar with libation? Not really. No. So basically, pouring libation. Short answer form is just a way of honoring those that have passed on your ancestors or people, your loved ones. Okay. And what you do is you pour liquid, most 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 of the time water, into a living substance. So you pour it into the ground as a way of honoring them so you pour libation and then you say the name of whoever it is that you're honoring so that day I buried the the flowers and I pour a pour libation from my cousin I pour a poor libation for my teacher I pour a poor libation from my aunt and it's so weird like I finally like I had a moment that like people only do in like movies where like it seems so like not real but like when i when i poured it and i said his name and i felt him i felt the wind like blow through me where it was like he was with me it was so weird and i and and i don't i don't see spirits i don't i don't you know i don't i don't know some people like feel a person's like presence with them i normally don't have those or i'm not sure if i have those but like that morning it felt like he was with me that day it felt like he gave me permission to finally like let that go like to you know and 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 like he felt that i honored him that day and like the wind just blew in a different way because it was already windy but like that moment the wind like blew different almost like it switched directions It it switched in, like, strength. And it just, like I said, like, not, I didn't feel cold. It just, like, I just felt him. And then the moment was, like, gone right after that. But it was, like, that moment, like, it was wow, It was powerful. And I felt lighter. Like, I felt, like, cool, even with my teacher, like, said his name and i poured libation and all of a sudden the sadness of his death just like lifted a little bit where it's just like i'm praying that he's at peace wherever he is and my cousin wherever he is and my aunt wherever she is wherever they are they're in a better place and they're at peace and it just has to give me a feeling of peace even though i miss them a lot and then we went to see my dad Yesterday, and he's just holding my daughter and like in love with her, and she's smiling at him, and you know we taking pictures. Uh, my dad spoke to my mother yesterday, and he had, like, the, the, the joy on my father's face I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried again, but it was like a joy cry. Like oh man, you know, this one of those things where. Especially with my dad, where there's a lot of things that have been lost, but those key things are still there. Like my dad's love for me is still there. Can't vocalize it the way he used to, but like the way he hugs me, the way he tells me he loves me, the way he smiles when I come to visit him, it's like that's still there. The way he the way he perked up when he heard my mother's voice that's still there after all these years after they've been relationship has ended a long time ago ancient history and like through all the stuff and two years of being sick and two years of forgetting things but the love for my mom is still there that's like a beautiful thing to see you know him still loving lenora and and michael asking michael about school like you got to do good in school Education's always been important to my dad. So the fact that he can still vocalize that to Michael, it's like, it's like, yeah. It's You're p- still there. So he's, you know, and, I, and and that gave me like hope. Yeah, not and and again, not not hope in the way it was before, where like, I right, like my dad can be my dad, but it's like he, still he's not gone. Like he's not you know yeah. and like the fact that my dad can hold my daughter that's that's enough for now mm. you know the fact that he can smile at her and she can smile at him that's that's enough for me for now um and it still hurts and it's still a struggle but you know i can i can move f- forward um, and I can just keep praying and hoping for the best and just hope for good moments to come, you know. And with Creed, just to bring it all <laughs> back before we go, that movie is a movie that I have some issues with, of course, but uh and I miss Rocky, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I miss I miss Rocky being in the in the movie. But um You know, it's like that movie has a big thing to say about masculinity. Yeah. uh, And about
0: especially the part with like with him and his wife. So not to cut you off, but like when they're Mm -hmm. having that moment. Yeah. And she's like, "I want you to talk to me." He's like, "Leave it. Let it die. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to confront that. Right. You could see like I'm I'm scared. I don't want to face this. Mm -hmm. Leave it there. Like." why are you so obsessed with wanting to talk to me about this shit that obviously i don't want to talk about right but it's like it shows that like masculinity is very toxic it, it's a thing it's what we've brought what we've been brought up to believe is that vulnerability is weakness mm-hmm. and it's like you know wh- when we internalize that and we we carry that throughout our life and it's really fucked up because it's like you're essentially telling me to suppress myself like what I'm feeling at any moment to not feel that Mm -hmm. to never feel that and nobody is allowed to see me feel that and it's like it's time we move past that Mm -hmm. you know like you you know and, and a part of and I don't want to speak for you, but I'm pretty sure a part of you not wanting to show your side and be vulnerable is probably because of that. Because, you know, maybe you were taught, like, nah.
1: well, no. Well man's well,
0: supposed to hold it down.
1: Well, like I told you, my dad always felt I put way too much of my heart on my sleeve. And I, I have been very, very vulnerable. I think the issue is that I didn't always know who I can be vulnerable, be vulnerable with. And now I'm more aware of that so you know but I'm grateful for my ability to cry Mm -hmm. um, for my ability to to talk to people about what I'm going through the fact that I can do this the fact that I've been doing this for the last couple years just going on a podcast and just talking about my life highs and lows um, I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for what this does for me what this does for you Mm -hmm. you know i ne I never, year, thought, which, I never would have thought I never would have thought that when I started this, this was an opportunity for you to one day talk about one of the darkest things in your life and be able to move on you know so there's power in this you know? yeah. and 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 just like I said, just the ability to be vulnerable it takes strength to be vulnerable yeah. so it's like.
0: You don't know how much it took me to get to this point. Yeah. You know? Like, I was asked why, why, besides you asking me, but I was asked why did I feel it was the right time and why did I even bring it up after all these years? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, because if I'm being honest, this isn't about anybody else but me right this is about me letting go this is me trying to heal after years of suppression Mm -hmm. after holding it down holding it in i'm feeling the weight of it i'm not able to move the way i should be moving i'm not able to go you know days without thinking about it i don't want to think I want to move forward. I want to heal. I want to become a better, a better person. You know, for me, for my family, for my kid. So, and that's my journey. Yeah. You know, and you know, who cares of whatever what anybody else thinks? At the end of the day, I got to be able to look at myself in the mirror. I got to be able to make sure that I'm good with me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not good with me. Then I need to address that. And I spent so long not addressing it. So, to your point, you know, I believe you had a a bad stint. Um, You know, you had, like my situation, you had a couple of things that happened back to back. And when that happens, at least on my end, it was like I wanted to like run away I wanted to forget I wanted to it was like I, I wanted to like have magic and just wish it away like yeah. like I wanted to go back I wanted to you know I didn't want to feel like this mm-hmm. so you know like you had all you had that stuff happen to you and you know you, you know with your father and stuff and I can't relate because I don't have I don't have that, you know, but the way you speak about him and the, the respect and love that you have for your father, it's it's incredible. To see you light up talking about him is incredible. You know, like yeah. talking about someone in that such in such high regard is amazing and you know I know to you that it's rough seeing him in the way that he is right now but it's so I I think for you what would be important for you to do is just keep keep the memory there but also try and make the most of your situation make try to make new memories even if he doesn't remember it you remember it Mm -hmm. and that should be enough for you Because mm-hmm. if you try to You, you already expressed that like, ha, Him remembering is a, a task so, so that your heart doesn't break Every time you ask Do you remember You have to remind yourself No, I remember For the both of us mm-hmm. So if you don't remember I got you yeah. You know, this memory is with me It doesn't matter you know, and he may not be the man that you once knew. But he's still there. Mhm. And Yeah, man, keep 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 him alive for you, you know? Like I had a question but I didn't wanna I I, I don't wanna ask that because I don't I don't know how it would come off. But one thing I did tell you is that I I don't I I want you to be comfortable in expressing yourself Mm -hmm. same thing with me so I don't want you to feel like you're forced into coming to me or saying what you have to say but at the end of the day you cannot be on an island and that's one thing that I've learned ultimately you cannot do it by yourself as much as you may want to as much as you may think fuck everybody else you are going to need people to talk to you you are going to need somebody to hold hold you down when you're not okay yeah somebody to talk to even if it's just a rattle off things mhm and you know not to drone on but I'm sorry that that was happening for you, man. Thank you. You know, I, I really do apologize, and I, I, I hope that things get better, and I hope that you can you can you can move forward with your life in a in a better way. I think you doing that with your cousins, uh, roses or uh, flowers. Sorry. I think that was a part of you moving forward. And Mm -hmm. I think you feeling lighter was because you acknowledged that it was time to move forward. Yeah. So... Just keep moving forward, man. You know? With me, I feel lighter after I said what I said. With you, you you probably feel a little bit lighter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just... It's, you know, it's time... Because, like I said, you know, my daughter's birthday is coming up. Um, And this birthday party is another thing that can turn out to be very stressful. Um, But I don't even want to do that. Like, my my goal is to be in a good place so that I can be there for Lenora and be there for Denise and just, like – and just have as good of a day as possible, so that I, I just want to enjoy my daughter, you know, and and just want the kids to have a good time. I'm not really worried about everybody else, you know. I just want to enjoy her having a good time and just feel that joy, because my daughter has a ton of joy. So I just I want to guess get some of that. I want some of her. Joy to rub off on me, <laughs> you know so that's that's all I'm really focused on i just wanna be just wanna be better you know for myself for her and then everybody else, but really mainly for myself, you know just to you know get back on track yeah. so this is this is a step towards that it's a great step, yeah, and
0: um this is This is something that, you know, me and you spoke about, but I think these once in a while check-ins, it doesn't have to be often, but I think that they'll be very therapeutic and very helpful to us if, you know, we do check-ins every once in a while, um, but yeah, um, I'll let you. I'll let you close it out. This sure, is, sure, is. sure. Well,
1: for those of you listening, thank you for, um, for going on this journey with us. Thank you for allowing us to, the 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 space to. You know, be vulnerable for a minute. And hopefully, this can inspire you to say the things that you need to say in your life, so that you can begin to heal uh, as well. Um, I'm looking forward to more episodes of my guy here i'm looking forward to discovering more things to, to live more life and uh we just ask for support um you know just like our podcast you know we, we're growing we're, we're figuring out you know ways to grow and 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 do more and reach more but uh leave a rating um leave a comment you can donate and support Anything that you can do, just uh, just spread the word, share it, let, let people know that we're here, um, you know. So, I'm Kirk, this is Phil, and we are Phil and Phil Hill, and, Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you all next time. Yeah. Thank you.